Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Like always, I am your host, Sean Siriani. We got some incredible guests today. Copper Crown is in the fucking house. If you never heard of Copper Crown before, I just want to say they're incredible. They are a band, uh, heavy on the punk influence, really hard to explain. The singer, Gabby, who joins me today, she's kind of does like a soul style and every member just kind of brings a this different dynamic, and it's hype as fuck. Last night I was at their uh, CD release party for their brand new album, Walk With Fire, and it was epic. It was magic. It was crazy. Um, from their energy on the stage to the crowd, uh, I was all smiles by the end of it. Um, they gave me the album a bit earlier. I popped it in the CD player. was doing stuff around the house, and uh, after the first play... It repeated, and I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling this. Let's go again. And it like pretty much played like three times in a row. So I recommend you checking out Walk With Fire and especially seeing them live. It's a sight to behold, and they're just something special, and I believe just more people should see this band. And before we get into this episode, I want to remind you, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, I want to let you know that every episode uh, at our home base, girthradio.com, has its own page. You can see pictures of Gabby and Joel, who joined me in the studio for this episode, along with links to their videos and music, and it's an easy route to check out all that is Copper Crowned. Also entice you to click around on the Girth Radio website. Check out some other shows. Um, yeah, there's lots of uh, awesome stuff going on right now. And with all that being said, I'm going to cut my intro. We're going to throw this talk right at you. This is Gabby and Joel from Copper Crown coming at you right now. <laughs> Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. Do you mean to do anything? Um, <laughs> just sit here. Yeah, you can sit there. You can keep laughing. That's good. Yeah, here we go. Levels. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Oh, that is my natural laugh, by the way, in case anyone uh, like asks. Like Dracula? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I respect that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she's very particular about her vocals, so just make sure you keep that. Otherwise, she's going to be turning it off halfway through. Is that a singer jab? <laughs> wow. No, that's a you jab. I don't Aww, think all singers do that. Thank you. <laughs> He's so sweet. He's so sweet. That's what I was saying while you were gone, how sweet you were. <laughs> that's exactly what oh, we were me? saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, man, first impressions, people just love him. I know. Right. right off the bat mm-hmm. i'm really good at faking my terrible personality yeah <laughs> i think all nice people are like that though mm. like just, we all like bury stuff and, yeah, yeah yeah and then one day it's like 
I don't know, you have that Ned Flanders moment when they built his house wrong. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, just all comes, comes yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to be that guy, and now I'm trying to, like, let it out more often, too. Like, when something yeah. annoys That's me good. instead yeah, of, like... you can't it up. Yeah, no, you yeah. can't. The rage will get you. Yeah. But it's, like, uh, I don't know, when you're, like, a nice guy for so long, you almost have to practice being mean, yeah. too. <laughs> like, in healthy ways. Because like sometimes you're just, like, <laughs> you're like, oh, that was too far. <laughs> but, then <you're, laughs> but then you're just being mean to yourself. Like, yeah. being mean to yourself in the mirror. Yeah. And just like... That you just get sad about it. Oh. Yeah, that, that doesn't work. No, Talk not at all. Have experienced all? No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't look at myself in the yeah. mirror anymore. <laughs> Thank okay. you guys for coming in. It's so cool to have this oh, yeah. chat with you. Thank you. I might have gave you a high five at the show, Joel. I know. I know. I was like, that was awesome. So when I saw you guys too, um, the experience, like musically, it was like nothing I ever seen before, and it's almost like trying to explain it to somebody i'm like okay i saw this cool band copper crown and it was like i didn't i was lost for words like right now and it's like <laughs> i want to know like how this came together because it's kind of like a punk like r and or like bluesy type i don't know it's every it's a little bit of everything like horns are going on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like where did this concept come from or like yeah it's, a, it's an interesting collaboration of uh of different sounds um yeah well gabrielle that she has uh she's got a background in, in choir music I do. I was mm. a choir kid growing up. Nice, nice. Yeah. It shows, too. Really? Yeah, you were probably, like, the front of the choir, though, right? You know what? I didn't have as many souls as I feel I should have. Yeah. But um, I loved choir. Yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a dope time. <laughs> <laughs> Did that feeling, like, inspire you to be like, okay, one day I want to be a front woman of a band? <laughs> it never really occurred to me. I was just like, oh, choir's the way to do it. Yeah. And um, I met Joel through Mark, who happened to go to university with my brother, Thought of a you, so they were looking for a singer, and I was like, "Well, I, I don't really know what I can bring. I'm like a classical singer, but like I'm in." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think you guys were looking to form a punk band at the very beginning uh, too. It was supposed. I don't know to if it start... was a punk band exactly. Like, you know, Mark, our guitarist, uh, and I have definitely a background playing in punk and ska and alternative style music, and you know, he's got a really big background in metal as well. He's been nice. in some metal bands over yeah. the years, so you know, he kind of reapproached me after having played in bands years ago um to start a new band and you know he had already kind of written out a bunch of different like you know chord progressions and had like some framework together and we kind of just started working on that and it wasn't really like like the, like our first ep which is like most of the songs yeah. we wrote to be like they're, they're not really punk they have definitely influences of punk. totally mm -hmm. but my theory is that like once we all actually got into a room everyone's influences yeah, like definitely. blended together and made what we have yeah and it just kind of fits together like this puzzle even though like you guys probably we forced have their... yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we forced this family to work yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah is there like a lot of arguments or something with songwriting or yeah we're, we're all like if you look at a puzzle you know how like a few puzzle pieces they have sides on them but like yeah. the majority of them have like they're interlocking we're all sides we all <laughs> we're just mashing them together with super glue just making it work i mean one thing i will say is like we really do try and be a democracy so it's like there's not a leader it's like a collective yeah. mm. which leads to like long discussions yeah it probably like, takes a while hey, for where decision. should we go eat okay <laughs> 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 let's work this out 
<laughs> yeah, but sometimes I mean, even one on one like that, like in a relationship, that's hard. It's like I don't yeah. know. And yeah. Then, but yeah, yeah. But I can't imagine. Like, is how many six of you or? There's five of five, us, yeah. uh, and occasionally we have uh, a couple friends of ours from uh, the Classy Rex. If you know them, Scott Band, Toronto Scott Band. A couple of those horn guys come along, and we'll, they'll play with us oh, you cool. know, on a few shows here and there. And they're on yeah. a few of our uh, upcoming songs in our album. Yeah, it's amazing too. And oh, yeah. by the way, I have one for you. <gasps> oh, you so should that's have. Like, yes, uh, that's like a. That's oh, this like, is the new one. That's yeah. the new one. That's like a free release. Snap! Got... I'm leaking it tonight. <laughs> We're dropping the episode. <laughs> that's it. Thank you, folks, for listening to the creative. <laughs> okay, but um, no, I appreciate that. Oh. I'm excited to hear this because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like, uh, I know you got this home online right now and yeah that blew me away and oh, thank, you. thank you yeah i saw it get posted i'm like oh yeah that was that one band i saw <laughs> yeah. open for piff break and then yeah. i clicked on it and it was that's a cool yeah, song like lots of atmosphere in it and that's like um that's like one of the songs i think that like does a better job at summing up our sound if mm-hmm. you could yeah because it's kind of like it's kind of like proggy in a way. It has a lot of different changes. It's definitely not like an ABAB format, uh, like as a song song writing goes. Uh, and it definitely has like a lot of metal feel to it from Mark's background. Uh, and like I like to play my bass pretty heavy, so I, you know, wrote a, a piece for that song that was pretty heavy. And then like Gabrielle does her very like dramatic, you know, very big kind of like operatic style. And then of yeah. course you have. <laughs> Craig, our drummer, like he loves like very very heavy alternative music. Mm. Um, like I wouldn't necessarily say punk or metal, but like hard rock. So he brings that flavor to it. And then Molly does her her horn thing on top and kind of pieces it together. Yeah, yeah. it's epic and so like catchy and it's got like this big cinematic feel. Like I can yeah. almost like see it in like a movie, like something like a crazy western or like oh, a Tarantino <laughs> or <laughs> <That'd be laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We gotta spam this royalty. everywhere. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Pay for our next album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's super cool. So this Saturday you guys are having the release of this thing. Yeah. yeah. Party show? No, no. I think that was a cheat. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm learning. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Um, yes. This Saturday we're releasing the album, and I mean it's been a lot of the songs we've written. I don't know, like a year, two years ago, and it just took a while to get them to put the album out, but also just like a while for us to get to a place where like we're ready like this is the time we have enough songs that we feel represent our sound and i think our first ep like was amazing but this second album or this first full length shows a lot of different parts of what we feel like we are yeah it's Mm -hmm. much more diverse like i love our first ep and i feel like it had cool four songs but this is 10 songs and it's like none of them make sense together like they're all different and awesome and yeah yeah it's really cool and even uh after i seen you live i listened to the ep which was sounds awesome like the recording and everything but i felt like live it feels more punk if that makes sense there's just like an energy to uh how you guys present yourself on stage and stuff which i think is cool and like if anybody listens to your songs only online like to entice them to go out and like feel the energy because that's awesome we try to kind of capture that um we did a lot of research mark our guitarist he put a lot of time into trying to find the right studio for us uh our our ep was done um 
it was done a little bit more in a controlled environment. Everybody kind of recorded their, their parts individually and then it was layered on top of each other. And that gets like really, really good sound quality. Uh, but yeah, we kind of felt in the same way it was maybe lacking that same stage energy. So for this album, uh, we we performed them live. So like uh, Craig, Mark and I were all playing together and try to give it a little bit more of that, that live feel, that, that energy to it. Totally. And I also feel like the first album, which by the way was done with um, Neil Devereaux at Mojo Studios, it was our first experience recording and it was just like, such a fucking oh, can I swear on this? Yeah, you can say <laughs> it's not on the CBC. <laughs> you can say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> um, There's no rules in this little square here. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of the bar, but Gabby <laughs> yeah, thinks this is being televised right now. Yeah, yeah. Are they not watching me? <laughs> She's not quite sure what the internet is. Yeah. Uh, but no, like our first album was such an amazing experience because our first time, like putting our songs down and then having that experience and being like, okay, now we want to recreate what we create live and make it a little more, yeah, like direct to what you would see on stage into, into this album. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And uh, I like the art, too. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we, as, as we do, <laughs> we went back and forth with, like, lots of different ideas. Uh, it took us a long time to kind of come up with something, and uh, we eventually approach an artist to do this one for us. So Yeah, it's cool. It's well done. Uh, I'm trying to explain what I'm looking at. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> a lady head, but the face is gone. Yeah. And there's flowers coming out. <laughs> Nailed it. Cross Guys, set. what does it mean? Uh, <laughs> I bet it's so us. deep. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. up to my interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it one of those things? Or? Well, I mean, you know, we definitely, we have two female, you know, front uh, we do? musicians. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Oh. Um, so definitely, like, you know, represent... You know, you should do this part. Sorry. I shouldn't speak about representation. <laughs> that's the dumbest thing. Yeah, no, you please do this. You were doing a good job I so know, far. but, yeah, like, yeah. that's we a ridiculous... Off, yeah, yeah. respectful. Yeah. It's an oxymoron. I mean, I think that with this particular image, it wasn't a... For me, anyway, because I think every single person in the band had a different reason for picking what we picked, as democracies go. Everyone cool. has a different kind of motivation. Um, but for me, I just was struck by the image and what it could mean. And that okay, to me means yeah. a lot more. Because I think for, particularly with album art, it doesn't need to make sense for it to be impactful. Yeah, and yeah. And I feel like this really was. Like, as soon as we saw it, we were like, oh, like, that's kind of what I feel we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's almost like, I don't know what it is, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> like when I was seeing you play. <laughs> it's the yeah. best compliment I could ever get. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. The awesome. representation yeah. of women. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, uh, Joel, you were telling me a bit you uh, were into Muay Thai. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, so was our uh, our guitarist Mark. He did it for a long time too. Well, we we both grew up together, and we were both really into like uh, different types of like martial arts growing up, mm -hmm. and and mixed martial arts and stuff like that. So we both trained. He he lived out in Ottawa for a long time, so he was training out there, and I trained in Toronto and a little bit in Thailand too. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. How long were you in Thailand? Uh, I was there for like four months, four and a half months. Uh, and then like I did a whole other thing where I was like traveling around Southeast Asia and stuff like that. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So did you actually like see the fight scene in Thailand? Oh, yeah. I always hear like no, how 100%. brutal it is. And, like... it, it, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's different. It's um, the way that I try to describe it to people is like... Uh, if you were to come here and you didn't know anything about hockey, 
mm-hmm. and you came to Canada and you watched like a like a pro like a, like the Leafs play or you know whoever the Canadians then you'd be blown away at like how amazing it is compared to whatever amateur hockey you have back home that's the same way it is for us that appreciate Muay Thai here in Canada going to Thailand like you're watching these guys that have been training since they're like three yeah, basically that's like since part they of their could walk, yeah. they've been trying to make other people not walk. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you know? that's badass. That needs yeah. to be a slogan like, yeah. for like some fighter. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, it's it's, uh, it's an incredible experience, and like, uh, yeah, I loved it. I loved yeah, it. so cool. Yeah, I always wanted to visit there, and uh, just for like the dumbest like. Uh, reasons because i've seen the movie ong Bak, yeah and i have like a fantasy of finding like one of those illegal like fight um basements yeah, i don't th- yeah. i don't think they exist well but like the cage definitely... yeah, and like it's the like... man like yelling with the money yeah with the, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm giving him money and i don't know what i'm going. doing yet. there's 100 <laughs> shady stuff going on over there yeah yeah like you know especially for like the foreigners like we're, we're the foreigners like they call us the foreigners right mm-hmm coming from North America and Europe and stuff like that. Like, there's definitely, like, shady stuff going on in terms of, like, you know, how betting is done and how they, like, try to change betting lines by, like, you would see things like uh, some guy would be there from, like, England or Germany or something like that, and uh, they would, like, call him, like, you know, the champion of, like, Germany, you know, 90-kilogram weight class, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, the guy's had, like, 10 fights, and he's not. But <laughs> oh, they would title awesome. him in a certain way to, like, mess with the betting lines. Cool, uh, cool. So there's definitely, yeah, like, yeah. shady stuff going on there. But it's, it's ah. I mean, it's a beautiful country, and, like... Yeah, I would definitely go back if I could afford it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the shadiness. I got to go. You sold me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do you ever, like, find, like, in your – is there any, like, crossover from, like, training in well, martial arts with music? Mark, Ooh, Mark great question. Uh, <laughs> he'll, like, he'll use that a lot as, like, a metaphor for, you know, tra- like – practicing and i i get what he means i hope everybody else understands it because it's a pretty it's a pretty dope metaphor basically like in in most sports but definitely in like combat sports the idea is you want to sweat in the gym so you don't bleed in the Mm -hmm. fight in in the ring right and that's kind of our mentality i guess in a way when we when we approach music is we practice as much as we can uh, as often and as hard as we can so that when we actually go up on stage it's like as tight as possible mm-hmm. because you know you can make you know you can make mistakes and practice and like play around with things and that's that's cool like making mistakes and practice is is, is all right um, but just as long as you get to where you need to be for when you're on stage yeah mm-hmm. there's like even with martial arts there's a lot of preparation for the unknown oh, yeah, exactly. which I guess yeah. can happen while you're doing yeah. on stage like totally. oh, we've had tons of stuff like drum kits collapse like i once yeah like i once got uh craig's stick broke and flew into my hair (laughs) which felt like someone hit me i'm like yeah i was looking around for somebody and there was nothing and then at the end of the set i'm like guys like there's a piece of wood in my hair yeah luckily you have your style of hair to the (laughs) the poof dude that could have saved you could have died that night that's what i said you could have been impaled (laughs) (laughs) i have a theory she's a vampire too so yeah yeah is that a compliment? I don't know. I I'm going to take is. it as yeah. one. And, and you got the count laugh, too, which is your real laugh. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Uh, I don't know if I recorded that part and <laughs> if people like know <laughs> know what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, Gabby, have you ever been in a fight before? Man, That's too many to count. Really? Gangster? Yeah. 
no. No. <laughs> I have she a went lot to French of siblings. Immersion. Okay. Yeah. First of all, it was French school. Okay. okay. It was full Francais. Um, but I have uh, three brothers and two sisters, and like mm. we're all close in age. And the way to win territory back in the day was to fight. <laughs> like yeah. that was just like what you had to do. So like I've knocked out some teeth, not intentionally. You're talking about your siblings. And they were baby teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were baby teeth. <laughs> they were baby teeth, so I did them a favor, but yeah. they were still you're helping. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. It's funny because like she paints this impression that her family is like so rough and tumble, but they're like the sweetest people. In the world. Like, her parents are so nice, and her family is so wholesome. Like, hey, we have some like. No, you, you know what? No, they're very yeah. nice. I love them it's all. It's all like blood behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah exactly. Don't let the people see it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not much of a fighter either. I've been in like. I think like the last one I remember I was like in the fourth grade and I fucking lost oh. to like a third grader too. Oh, oh yeah, it was r- it was rough. Yeah, it was rough. It was like, a big deal. Your cred's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that no. sucks. Especially like when you're that young too, like life, I don't know, like it seems like time's so much slower oh, yeah. and like even though I probably was 8 or something. <laughs> It seemed like it was just, there's like such a one big, or mentally it seems like there's a big gap within that one year. It's like, oh, I'm so much older than this yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. But I, I remember getting sucker punched. Like, <laughs> I didn't think we were going to fight. And we were like, we were yelling at each oh, other. And all of a sudden, I got like knocked out. That's okay. I don't know. know what I said. We were probably like fighting over like pogs and shit. Yeah. But, Do you know uh, what that, you remember that, what that is? Pogs? Yeah. yeah. Are you, I mean. I don't know if you're old enough to know. Honestly, yeah. I was just going to laugh and pretend I knew what it was. Okay. Yeah. I assume it's a game. Yeah, it's an old game. Yeah. It's, um. Before, like, handheld video games were good, <laughs> oh. there was... Um... That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like and Crazy Bones. And... Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Those those games, oh, it's wait, all... Like... little, like, plastic thingies? Yeah, they're little, like... I... So there's, like, a stack... I'm trying to remember the rules. I don't remember the rules. Yes. It's like Jax or something. Somebody's right? going to rip like me Jax. apart if I say the wrong rules <laughs> on the show. <laughs> Somebody yeah. on the internet yeah. is, like, already typing up their, like, angry. Yeah, yeah they, they already know. They just feel it in the air. They're yeah. just waiting. <laughs> I love it. I'm glad my show's not on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, are you guys planning to make any, like, music videos for this or whatever? Cause, yes. Yeah. Yes, we yes. are. We, um, we did one like live action one live action like, live action that makes it sound like the next one's gonna be animated yeah. <laughs> it's not in the budget <laughs> like uh like live performance video from uh, a show that we uh is it the horseshoe yeah the horseshoe a yeah. couple months nice. back legendary so, spot yeah yeah, yeah. It's, and it's a great stage and like the sound there is incredible so like somebody reached out to us actually and was just like oh you know what we can put together a, a live performance video for you and it turned out great it's on like our facebook and that might be on our website as well I it's definitely so. on facebook yeah so that's that's one that we did from a song off that album nice. and then we're going to do another one um this summer cool yeah. yeah so that we're you know we're piecing it together working with uh some people trying to figure out the best way to do it i mean none of us really have a huge background in film mm-hmm. uh so we're just trying to trying to figure it out the best way to do it. Yeah. Whether or not we want to do like something more, like uh, like storied or yeah, something yeah. another like live like performance style, but a little bit different, like in a more like controlled setting. So yeah, mm-hmm. from any suggestions, yeah. <laughs> no, but from, from hearing uh, this home too, yeah. like like I mentioned, it sounds cinematic yeah. too, and yeah. that's almost like why I asked that questions and like. 
I'm thinking like you should go more story route. Yeah, but I don't know how. But, <laughs> but neither yeah. do we. Yeah. Yet. But it starts there. It totally. all starts with yeah. the the seed there. We've but. been kind of kicking around an an idea where we do like a, a video for every song. Like maybe not like a really really theatrical video for every song, mm-hmm. but like just something. Yeah. Just totally. to kind of like you know have some some like visual representation of, of each song yeah that's good too it's uh it takes a lot of work but i feel like yeah. it's important to do that too and just yeah. mm-hmm. almost like keep reminding people to whether listen or like yeah. come to your shows or it's it's so tough now because like just the internet's thing. like so yeah, oversaturated totally. and i find like it kind of blurs people from seeing like a lot of gems around yeah. here yeah. like because yeah. like there is a lot of shit out there, yeah. like, and like, um, like, just I love hip hop, but I find like a lot in the hip hop community, it doesn't take a lot to make a song mm. where they'll just buy a beat and anybody with a microphone, yeah. mm-hmm. and so like I see like so many shares of like these yeah. SoundCloud rappers yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, like yeah. people get like sick of just like going on their timeline and seeing all this stuff, but totally bands like yourself i feel like you're the guys who need to break the mold <laughs> and like well, get out of the clutter yeah, of yeah. everything we'd lo- but we'd love to be yeah. uh <laughs> be that band but yeah, yeah you, you're so right like the music industry i mean has so dramatically changed and like even from when like i used to play with mark uh like back in the day this is like going back to the early 2000s um we played in a band together and you know that's when like myspace was just coming out and like mm-hmm. live journal was like <laughs> the thing and and then we were like what is social media like we didn't even we didn't put a lot of work into it but nobody really cared about it and yeah. then like now it's just like so dramatically different yeah totally. it almost turned or was like this little casual thing that yeah. people just kind of glance at now well, it's now, everything yeah. it's, it's connected now, everywhere yeah, yeah. and it's like if you don't have that you're not doing it right yeah mm-hmm. you know i find there's a lot of even just the idea of oversaturating like fans or friends or whoever it kind of follows your page it's like i don't want to take advantage of your timeline by posting too much yeah yeah but i also want you to look at my posts and like <laughs> yeah, yeah you know and it's like it's like a post weird, when you have yeah. something yeah type of attitude, i don't want to yeah. just like post randomly but i also like you're supposed to post randomly so like what's the line mm-hmm. yeah. it's tricky and i don't think anybody really knows no like i do such have, a I, weird I have wild west credit you you basically manage, I would say, like 99% of our Instagram mm-hmm. and like quite a bit of our Facebook now as well. So you, well, you thank do a good you. Job. I mean, I I like your posts. I think they're funny. Thank but you. I, but I know you. So yeah. So you think I I'm funny? People, yeah. I get the nuances of what you're trying to say. Hopefully I mean, I have to off. say, like Molly and I in particular have really like made an effort to try and do that. Molly's the the, Molly, the horn girl. The horn girl. <laughs> yeah, the trumpet sh- girl. Shout out to Molly. <laughs> shout out to Molly. <laughs> you fucking rock. She does fucking yeah. rock. But she has a huge background in like editing and that kind of stuff. Nice. So together we've kind of tried to like post interesting things that make us want to read our own posts. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, I think you were making a good point like before about different different styles of music, like, you know, hip hop, rap, uh, electronic like just general like edm like i i listen to all those genres yeah yeah uh, a little bit a little bit here and there and like i you know i have my artists that i that i like from every genre but you are right that like to produce that music especially as like an amateur artist um the threshold to get to to be an artist in that kind of music is definitely a lot lower i mean you don't you don't have to be burdened by the expense of amps and guitars and pas and then if you don't have 
a drummer that has a space you're renting rehearsal space luckily mm. our drummer has like a great setup at his house so we don't have to pay for a rehearsal space but there's a there's definitely like a barrier to entry for rock and guitar based music yeah it just doesn't exist in a lot of other genres and I, I feel like that's part of the reason why it's yeah. shrinking, right? I can't even imagine, like, your setup to touring as well. Like, you yeah, guys just I came know. back from a t- little tour, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're really lucky. My lovely parents um, let us use their minivan. Yeah. Cool, which is cool. Like key. Her name is Big Bertha. <laughs> Shout out, Big Bertha. Big Bertha. She's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she, like, that's been our, the way we've gotten around. Because we've been trying to, like, play as far from Toronto as we can while still making it home into our beds. Mm-hmm. And then this tour was kind of the first time we got to go and stay somewhere else. Well, no, we did we did a run before that. Oh, yeah. But that was like a one-night stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out on the east, and then this was three nights. So yeah. Back, back to back to back, which was fun. But it's tight. Like, I drive a lot, so I don't have to worry about my space. But in the back, like... We have in this particular tour, we had a setup where like Molly had this like nook in the back. She had like laptops on her, like half a face. <laughs> it's you like know, her like office. Her laptop was like running low on battery and she only had like uh, like a three prong uh, like, uh, you know, converter basically. Oh, her, yeah. her van is only a two prong. It doesn't have like that grounding hole. So we had to rip off from a power bar like that other third like grounding little bar whatever you want to call it just to be able to stick it in so we could charge but her. big bertha has a charger in the back yeah. so like how amazing is she so it worked and make it work mm-hmm. yeah was that your first time like as a band like kind of traveling like that as well yeah aside from that yeah like, for that one, amount of time for aside from that one overnight stint that we did back in september where we did cornwall and then ottawa back to back like this was three nights back to back so we did ottawa cornwall and then montreal uh so yeah it was definitely longer and we're we're building up to a longer tour hopefully like this fall we'll be able to put some stuff together yeah that's so exciting too yeah, yeah. It's, it's like new adventures totally and shit. yeah it's cool to feel like a real band like we talk about it you know you are a real band though uh, yeah, yeah it's true yeah. it's true we are it's true yeah. it's like oh man like where are we gonna eat who wants to nap first like who's gonna shower first we yeah, can't shower yeah. yet it's too late it's three in the morning yeah yeah do you ever feel like uh maybe being like that close to people do you need like your own space once in a while and it's hard to do that or are Uh, you guys you guys have a good dynamic where it's i would say that a few of us like our personal space more Mm -hmm. like i am an absolute like villain when it comes to punishing people with my personality <laughs> yeah so, like, I, don't, I don't want any space i want to be in your space yeah yeah your space as much as possible just cuddling everybody <laughs> so, like, giant yeah. arms <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what personal space means but, like yeah definitely some of the other ones do yeah i mean it was like it was an awesome tour but it felt so short that like when we got back i was like i could go for a couple more days oh, okay yeah yeah i think if we did a full week day three four like you know yeah, yeah might hurt you know might might start a fight yeah but uh, <laughs> it's like it's all part of a lifestyle that it we're is doing yeah. like i don't know yeah. like i feel like some some bands that's broken them but i don't know you guys sound like a cool little family you got going on <laughs> Yeah. Just give us time to break. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Give, give us another season. Even, even like, <laughs> personalities are nuanced. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. And I, I don't mean to like be negative, no, but no, like no. I feel like there will be times like oh, on your sure. journey it's going to happen. But, absolutely. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, we were, we were just talking about this on the way here. And it's like, you know, with everybody in day-to-day life, like, you know, you try to 
talk to people in a way that they're going to be receptive, right? Because everybody's a little bit different. And when you're when you're stuck with, you know, four other people in such like close quarters and then especially like working on a project that's artistic and you have so much emotion on the line, like you have to be really tuned in to the way those people receive information. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that is not easy to do, man. That's yeah, not easy definitely. To do. And yeah, it turns into like when you're on the road so much, you it becomes your family. Yeah. yeah. And almost going back to your old story, like maybe you have to knock out some baby teeth and, oh, <laughs> and yeah. it might happen. You should get the point but, <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully that doesn't happen, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. No, that's cool. Like lots of awesome adventures for you guys. And do you have any um like dream destinations to play? Like, I'd love to play New York. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Definitely. Like that's my that's my city I'd love to play. My brother lives in Brooklyn, so I, I go to New York as much as I, I can. But it's just like, well, for me anyway, because like my core genre, I guess if you could go back to one, is like punk and ska as well. And like that city has just done so much for that genre. Like there's so much history there. I would love to play New York. Love, yeah, yeah. Love to. For us, I would love to play New Orleans. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know that's how. A good city yeah, too. I would that's a, love. That's an awesome that would be too, just yeah. like, first of all, the fact that there are horns everywhere there already. Yeah. Molly would fit in. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, you like, know? your sound would, like, yeah. just shine be, there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it would be, it would be fucking amazing. That's cool. the dream. Oh, sorry. I mean, no, I can swear. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fuck shit, cocky. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> so, so this show is, like, uh, a little tamer than my early early ones when i started here and got the sponsorship with the bar yeah, like right. i had to like kind of learn to like maybe like uh, really? if you want to drink with your guests like do it a bit after yeah, the yeah, show yeah. <laughs> a couple times like we eat get hammered and then go on the mic <laughs> yeah. and like almost every episode like i get a call the next day and it's like oh can you please take out like that i said this one thing yeah, yeah. And please <laughs> it was like every episode and then um there was one uh with a good, i'm not gonna say her name but uh a friend of mine, she got signed to a major label. Oh, yeah. And this was like one of my earlier. And it was probably the most belligerent episode. <laughs> like, please get rid we of were, that. We were saying things that like, they were all jokes, but yeah. maybe somebody could have interpreted it the wrong way. Yeah, and she plays wholesome music. And uh, we were in here like talking about like. I really want to know who that is. Yeah. Don't tell me. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Know what was the conversation? Know. Oh, yeah. So we were. I didn't even listen to the whole episode because <laughs> yeah. it was so like fucked up. But I'm like, as an art piece, I'm just going to post this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I remember us yelling about like the government watching us and like saying shit that we didn't even believe, but acting <laughs> acting like it was like our truth. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and just like dr slurring. Just, like, yeah, podcast. yeah, yeah. Totally. And yeah, she hit me up like, and she's like, can you please take that down? And I'm like, funny. yeah, of course. And, <laughs> no problem. Yeah. And, so, and, like, I don't make episodes like that anymore, but sometimes I miss that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we can make it happen. Yeah, we can Bob make it happen. <laughs> and your career. Cool, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool, cool. So uh, where are you guys playing this Saturday? So it's going to be at the Hard Luck. Okay, on, cool. Uh, Dundas, Dundas, and Bathurst. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a cool venue. We, You know it? I'm assuming yeah, you've yeah. been to shows yeah. there before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we played a few there over the last few years, and uh, when we were searching for venues... Um, like that one was definitely you know our top choice, so we we got it. So we're happy. Yeah, totally. definitely. Is there any venue in the city that you've been to like growing up that you really want to play that you haven't yet? Mm. I know you guys did Lee's Palace, which is pretty fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, we've done a couple. It was of really fucking there. cool. Yeah. I would love to play at um, the Mod Club. Yeah, so yeah. We never have one. That's always that's been a, cool a super venue. cool stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would love to go back in time and play the Cathedral. 
<laughs> I could. Where was the cathedral? That was at Bathurst and Queen. Oh. It was three venues. I'm pretty sure it was three venues. It was like cathedral and then reverb and then like, I think it was called like Holy Joe's or something like that. Anyway, it was like three venues on top of each other. But cathedral was awesome. Awesome. And that's like a furniture store, which sucks. But Oh, that's uh, a beautiful yeah. furniture store. Okay. Sorry. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's not what you're supposed to say. It was yeah, awesome. No, Fuck the venue. Beautiful furniture. Saw, saw some like awesome shows there back in the day. Man, when, that's when crazy. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Do you guys have like any like influential show you've been to where you're just seeing the person perform and you're like, I want to fucking do this? Oh my god, so many. Yeah. I mean, one of the ones that stands out to me because for this genre music that we're now making, I had never really been exposed to it at all growing up. Like, it was a very like wholesome choir kid played soccer. Like, I didn't go to church. Yeah. The one thing I didn't do. <laughs> but um, but when we played with uh, Creep Show. Like the the lead singer, she was she had like some like stomach flu situation and just like still crushed it. Like you would have never known. Whoa, like yeah. she was amazing and like at one point she was like she got up on the upstanding bass and was like standing on top of it and was just like, This is like this is what it is. Like that's mm -hmm. what I mean I'm gonna fall if I do that exact move, but like that's <laughs> yeah. what I want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a great show. Yeah. What about you? Uh like it was like growing up just seen bands like I'm I grew up in Aurora uh so did Mark uh are you, are you from Toronto by the way uh no uh Niagara Falls okay. area yeah. so like Aurora is like I would say I don't know maybe 40 minutes north on the 404 so it's just just north of Toronto okay, it goes cool. like Richmond Hill and then basically Aurora is there and it had like a really cool scene when we were growing up. Uh, had produced some really awesome bands, uh, like the Heat Scores, great, great band from that area. The Flatliners came out of that scene as well. Oh, I didn't know so, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that's cool. Played with the Flatliners a couple times back in the day, and like just seeing those guys uh, play when I was like, you know, fourteen, and they're only a couple years older than me. But seeing those guys and like the Heat Scores, which were still one of my favorite bands to like this day looked them up they're amazing um <laughs> like that that was really what sold it for me it was just like you know i i, I want to go up and do what these guys are doing mm. yeah that's awesome and now you're doing it so <laughs> fuck yeah well, cheers to that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> respect to that yeah, yeah. It's also cool. we didn't mention but i mean at the hard luck we're being joined by uh, mr junior who are this super cool trio super fun um, Fifth Bake Arcade, yeah. which you yeah, know. They're my, they're my pals they're now. They're your pals yeah, yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, they've been awesome in this room dudes. before. Oh, so, they're yeah. dope. They're awesome. great yeah, guys. Yeah. And uh, the Filthy Radicals, also great guys. They put on a great show. They're so. all great guys. Skip, skip, you know, from Skip Mr. the Junior. DJ. Yeah, yeah. Skip is like, I call him the godfather of ska in like the GTA. <laughs> just because like, he plays in a million bands. He knows everybody. He's got all the connections. Yeah, so we like, uh, when we were doing basically setting up our, our album release we're like who do we love playing with and like trust me there are lots of other bands that aren't playing with us uh, this weekend that like we love as well and we reached out to like other people and this is just what worked out best for the schedule but like, these guys are all fantastic and like we love playing with them and it's like it's just gonna be a party yeah it really it really is like it's gonna be sweaty and i'm i'm excited yes i'm excited too <laughs> i'm gonna be there yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you have exactly 
48 hours to sing and remember. Yeah, I was going to say, like, people are going to be like, <laughs> why does this guy know all the songs? <laughs> I'll just be like in the middle. <laughs> That's awesome. Butchering your vocals, Gabby. Oh, would love it. it. Just yeah. He really does. Like, I would love, we've talked a lot about getting, like, more backing vocals yeah. and getting more, band, like, people in the band involved. Mm-hmm. Molly already does um, some backing vocals, but um, it'd be dope to have, like, a whole, you know, section. And it's just like, Craig, you know, yeah, he can, like, hold a note. Mark, He's for sure, bad. yeah. Mark's, He's, not, yeah, Mark's they both have well. good voices. They both can make it happen. <laughs> Joel, somehow... Can't do any of it. Like, I can't hold a um, note, can't find a pitch, mm-hmm. and it always kind of comes out like a whine. In my own defense, I'm more used to just like hearing my own voice. So I think I might have just destroyed my hearing over the years. <laughs> yeah. Just talking so loudly to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, have no, I have no way. You made yourself deaf. That's epic. Yeah. Thank God my instrument only has four strings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's a chord? Yeah. Maybe you could just like rap or something, like use your own voice. Yeah, yeah that's a good voice. look. Can you yeah. That's a good look for me. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. No. Rap. No, no. no or what no, about no. Scream? Um, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like your normal voice is already kind of screaming, so yeah. we don't we don't need any more no, any more volume true. on that one. That's true. But Scream mode. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm very conscious of, of what I can do and what I can't do, and I'm totally fine like the rest of you guys taking the vocals and I'll just enjoy it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I'm so excited to listen to this. Um, do you guys have a uh, favorite track that oh, you know what's no. like picking a oh, favorite no. child yeah. <laughs> pick no, one <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um yeah. or just like one you that just feels amazing to play or... uh yeah i love shepherd it's That's a great song. yeah it's one of our one of the songs we wrote kind of around the time we had our ep actually we didn't put it on the album just because like at the time it wasn't or the the first ep because it wasn't really ready like we hadn't played it enough but it has i would say it's like the og this home okay if that okay. makes any yeah, sense because yeah. it has the same kind of theatrical feel um and i always feel like like the song itself kind of has to do with um the way religion can take over mm, societal yeah, yeah. norms and, and like what's supposed to be done and what's what you're supposed to do because you know that's what you were taught kind of thing cool so cool. to me that always resonates because it's like well why follow the norm when you can kind of like you know, go off the beaten path and figure out your own shit. Yeah, yeah. You feel like, uh, did, did you come from like a religious family as well? or Not really. Yeah. My dad was, grew up Catholic. My mom, uh, Christian something. Yeah, yeah. She's from <laughs> Jamaica. Um, and they never really did anything for us. So I never really was exposed to any of it. But the like undertone of the people I was around and like some of like the friends I had in high school, um, were very religious and a lot of the things they did made no sense to me yeah yeah <laughs> you know like, no i totally understand you know and it's that. like yeah, i yeah. it's not about like disrespecting anyone else's religion because i respect like all of it and i understand like how powerful faith mm-hmm. can be and how moving it can be mm-hmm. but you know hating someone for the sake of hating someone because you were taught to do that makes no sense to yeah, me. yeah yeah we have very similar views on mm. religion too. i was like raised in like catholic school and stuff like that too but uh yeah, I just remember just being very young and like kind of going through the motions, like yeah. going to mass and stuff. But in the back of my head, I'm like, none of this really makes sense <laughs> to me, and like wasn't really like open till till like later on in life. Yeah. And, then I was, like, and it can find you. You never know. Yeah, like, it yeah. Can, you know, you can find that conviction. But I feel like you have to have the conviction you for it to have mean conviction, something. Like, and not have religious conviction. Totally. Yes. Yeah. 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 
And um, yeah, back to the album. <laughs> Sorry, <Encore. laughs> the law. No, no. I was going down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your show, buddy. Whatever. I, I picked this up and I said that I'm like I'm gonna start speaking and offend people. <laughs> Shout out to all my religious aunts. You guys are wonderful. But <laughs> hell, Satan. <laughs> Actually, speaking of Satan, I'm sad I missed uh, the Slayer show. Oh, last night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't. It I was like you. the I've last one. But there was yeah, so they're they're on their last tour, and That's what they say apparently like um, yeah, they were in Toronto last night, yeah. and there was such a funny article today. Like apparently some guy got kicked that. out of yeah, uh, I saw yeah the Budweiser like stage, and you know how it's like a, there's like water around it and stuff. Yeah. So he swam across the yeah. lake <laughs> <laughs> to get back in the show. My my dream is to be a band where someone will do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swim like, across the lake for me. Yeah. That and is exciting. They caught him, but there was like an amazing photo, just like this metal guy <laughs> soaking wet. <laughs> he was wearing a Slayer oh shirt. And I was like, <laughs> I yeah, yeah, and like, uh, yeah, I was like kind of like staying away from reading about the show. I'm like, oh, I wasn't there. I had to work, so like, I don't want to know about it yeah. and then like people kept tagging me in this article they're like oh i thought it would have been you but then they, <laughs> they posted a picture <laughs> yeah yeah oh man but, yeah they're uh, they're amazing i i saw them at uh montebello rock fest a few years back and i saw them at uh riot fest in chicago one year cool cool and, uh, yeah it's just like amazing amazing show they put on yeah yeah there. it's I feel like they can still play too, but it's kind Absolutely, of uh, yeah. it's it's cool that they're going out too. Like yeah. they're realizing they're getting like really, really old, and they're just like, <laughs> we can still do this. But you know what? I don't want to be like one of those bands where it's like maybe yeah, yeah, give it yeah. like two more years and yeah. then they can't like play as fast or something yeah. like that. Yeah, no, which is fair. like so so symptomatic of like like legacy like classic rock bands, right? Like the oh yeah, that are still playing and like the eagles that came back so many times after they said they had retired <laughs> yeah yeah like there is definitely like an honor in in going out on like your high note and just being like this is it we're done totally. mm -hmm. i had a a moment with working with that stagehand company i you might have been in the washroom when i was like talking to joel about this I but do that a yeah, lot. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so sometimes i set up like the stage and like video stuff for live shows and i Kept doing some at the casino, and it's always like bands like that. Oh, and, uh, like the, like, one day they call me and they're like, "Okay, we want you to tear down Casey and the Sunshine yeah. Band," and I'm like, "Oh, I didn't even know that was still a thing." <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I got there. Um, they were still playing, and uh, I walked through like this one door I wasn't supposed to, and like I thought like I was supposed to meet people here or whatever. And I see this guy, and he just looks like Louis C.K., and he's, like, getting changed. <laughs> and uh, security's like, oh, you got to go. I'm like, You're in the wrong spot. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I go around, and then the guy who looked like Louis C.K., kind of chubby, balding, came up, grabbed the mic, starts singing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's Casey. <laughs> and then I Googled, like, pictures of Casey yeah, and the yeah. Sunshine Band. And yeah. It's all, like, just pictures of him in his prime. And so, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, I'm not yeah, being to be a hater, but it was, like, one of those moments. It's just like, oh, man. Like, you, know, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's just to kind of, like, rewind back to an earlier conversation. It's interesting, like, if you are one of those performers because – when you were at your peak, like let's say 70s, 80s, something like that, and you were, you know, recording albums, they were selling like crazy, and a lot of these bands, they were selling consistently, 
year after year, decade after decade, you're making your check mm-hmm. and you're able to support your lifestyle, whatever it may be. Yeah. Today, that money's not rolling in like it used to. No, no. You're not making the album sales you used to. Like, streaming is like minuscule in comparison. So they have to play because they need to support the lifestyle that they've built up. Like, they have like, you know, 20 kids now that are, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, they have to support and like, you know, that, that generation. So, you know, it, it, it kind of makes sense, I guess, in a way. But yeah. at the same time, it's tough, I guess, as a smaller band. And then, like, even if you're, like, a mid-sized band to, like, be able to claw your way up there. Because there's already those guys that have been there for 50 years still doing it. I mean, there's nothing to be said for, like, if we ever got to a position where we were, like, supporting ourselves from our music, mm. I don't see myself ever not wanting to do that. Yeah, yeah. It you is know? awesome. Like, yeah. It's a necessity so, like, now. It's, it didn't used to be. Like, you could retire right. after after 20 years in the music industry, like, even going back to, like, you know, the early 90s, if you had been playing for 20 years and you're, you know, you got platinum records, you could retire. No, and but I don't think it's about... you can't necessarily. Well, I mean, you could, if, as long as you, you change your lifestyle, yes, maybe. Yes, if you but I just mean, like, yeah. if... For me, anyway, and I think for a lot of people in our band, the people, I know who they are. Um, (laughs) Like, music drives us or drives me. So, to not play it because I'm getting too old, like, fuck that. You know, like, there's no cap. There's no age at which I'm supposed to stop performing. But would you you want to sing the same song for 40 years if you don't have to? That's different. I don't think that I would. But you might have to. But I might have to. (laughs) Let's hope I have (laughs) to. I would love that. You might have to (laughs) be a millionaire. A millionaire. No, but I just mean, like, I don't see myself, even if, you know, this band crashes and burns in three months which you know i don't think it will but (laughs) i don't think that any of us would stop playing music anytime soon that's a beautiful thing yeah yeah nice negative with like kind of a positive yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i didn't mean to get negative with too like bashing like no it is it is cool that like yeah if you can just do it your entire life and yeah yeah and there is people who want to like see that too yeah i just saw a tour get posted this week it was uh aqua and prozac yeah 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 what yeah that. prozac well, Prozac and was here last year too oh that's true yeah i hadn't heard about aqua for a long yeah. time yeah and actually a couple years ago uh shout out to sammy creative director of girth radio he had prozac in here sitting oh, really? where you guys what? were sitting that's awesome that's and uh awesome. I uh, I texted him after it was done. I was like, "Yo, how was it?" Because that's like so nostalgic, yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> to yeah. me, like much old, much music shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, "Man, it sucks to meet him because they were not even they're not really cartoons, you know." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's always got sure. like a sense of humor. He's like, "Never meet your heroes." Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, we were like talking. We need to get the gorillas in here. He's like, yeah. "No, don't, don't do, do it." it. Don't do don't it. Ruin Ruin it. Just get a projector somehow and just yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 and then like have them sit behind them just for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on my show too, I had Ed the Sock, and it was no way. Oh, really? <laughs> it was kind of um, it was awesome and weird. Hold on a second, uh, I don't, I don't want to interrupt, but yeah. did he did he come with the sock even though you're not filming anything? Yeah, so um, he did bring the sock okay. for like uh, some pictures and stuff okay, like all that. Right, fair enough. And um, when I was talking to him prior. I was thinking, like, maybe we can do something out of character. Yeah. And uh, at the beginning, we were kind of planning it out. And he's like, okay, yeah, like, uh, do you want me to do Ed or do you want me to be me? And I'm like, let's do something cool. Let's, how about the beginning? You're half Ed, and then we switch to you, and we can call you, like, Ed's handler assistant <laughs> and, like, talk about your life. Because, like, I'm like, I do, like, I don't really know too much about your past. But then uh, 
he started doing the Ed thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like so good. I didn't want to cut him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there was like a moment in the middle where I, he was just like, "Hey, do you want to do the other thing?" I'm like, uh, I've, "No." I, yeah, pretty much. But, <laughs> but I, I asked him like, way more politer. I'm yeah. like, "Oh, how's your voice feeling?" Because like, yeah, he's yeah. got a voice like you, Joel. <laughs> and then it's just, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess that's a compliment. I don't know how to take that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, he he just switches it like it's like from like a normal like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude voice to that raspy oh, thing and i was hilarious. like trying to get him a drink and he was like no i just want water with like three limes and he's just like drinking this lime water and yeah. just talking all raspy yeah, yeah. wow yeah it was, it was a good one <laughs> did he ever did he switch back to him or did he stay no in no ed? he stayed in ed wow, that's great that is cold yeah. cold cold and another thing to break the fourth wall of that episode too if people are gonna like be mad there or sad <laughs> they're gonna be like oh he, he's real to me and the sock <laughs> but um yeah he uh when he's not in that character he's like the sweetest guy mm. and it was almost like this weird and cool schizophrenia i see in a person where mm. the switch went off and then all of a sudden he's ed i felt like super intense like if i say the wrong thing he's just gonna rip <laughs> me apart <laughs> and, and he, he was like taking jabs at me too oh, and then it was over and he was like Went back to his normal voice and he's like, "Oh, thanks, man." And then I was just like, Mine. so warped. Like, I'm like, "Who is this guy?" Like, he's like two what people in one. Like, it's almost like a possession. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's great. Man. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's how actor. you know when you're a good performer yeah, too. Yeah. And do you guys like? So I have dabbled in stand-up comedy and stuff, and um, when it went really well, I felt like I was possessed, mm-hmm. and it almost wasn't me. I, like, yeah. I was like seeing myself in the third person do you guys ever get that being on stage and performing like when you get in that pocket and yeah definitely i think in particular when it's a heavier song or a heavier Mm -hmm. bit or like you know you're in the middle of like a a breakdown scenario and you almost like you forget that you're performing like that is magic that's cool when you're just kind of like banging your head and you're like i mean i've hit my own face in my own knee before (laughs) (laughs) you know and like you just kicking yourself in the face (laughs) yeah Ah! beat myself up (laughs) but i mean yeah and you like it doesn't i mean you you don't realize till after the set you're like oh i'm bleeding you know or whatever it is i mean i've never bled Mm -hmm. on stage yeah um but yeah totally i think it's awesome to get lost in the music yeah what about usual yeah a hundred percent like i Probably not off the first song, but usually like second, third song, once you start to get into the pocket and you warm up and it's like, you definitely lose yourself. And, and my thing is, uh, and I'm, I try to be conscious of this when I watch other bands playing, like other buddies of mine, I try to give them like a good 10 minutes after they finish their set before I start talking to them. Because mm-hmm. for me, like when I'm done a set and I jump off stage, it's really hard for me to focus if somebody starts coming up to me and talking to me. Oh, yeah. Like, I need a cool down, like a 10-minute cool down because I'm, like, so just pumped up from the set. Like, mm, I can't yeah, even focus yeah. on what this person mm. is saying. So I try, like, I stay on stage for as long as possible. I help our drummer pack up. Like, I just, like, you know, yeah. let, let the adrenaline come back. Interesting down, little, sure like, you, technique yeah. you got there, and, too. And, and, like, I don't know if that's the way it is for other musicians, but I try to give people their space after they play. Yeah. Um, just to let moment. them, like, yeah, come down from, from the it's euphoria. It's interesting because I'm, like, I'm not the opposite, but I find that after a show, I'm so thankful that you feel you want to come say anything. Well, don't get me wrong. It's not no, that no, I'm not I know. thankful. But I'm just saying, like, I don't have any instruments to pack up. Right. So yeah, I yeah. feel like... Like being 
there to like be receptive of you know whatever it's gonna be like not that it's my responsibility but like it feels right and it feels good to like if you want to come give me a high five like fuck yeah like let's high five mm -hmm. but for me that like cool down or ramp up phase is uh, before a show like talking to people and having to like socialize oh, yeah, it's so difficult yeah. because i'm trying to like not get in the zone but kind of like you know warm up and like focus on you know whatever it is and it's so difficult to do that while yeah totally chatting over beer kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah that's the, very true the set i always say gabby go to the merch <laughs> yeah. please if like, somebody's gonna, gonna buy something we need that that set was sick people are gonna want to buy yeah you yeah, need dude. to strike when the iron's hot yeah. we definitely need to like first five minutes to, to sell that stuff man like yeah. <laughs> but that's how people consume merch at shows too yeah. there's so many times i've seen like an opening band at a show and like i'd never heard of them before and they're done i'm like that was sick yeah, go yeah, yeah, get yeah, a shirt yeah, or yeah, like a yeah. cd or something yeah, yeah. you need to so, capitalize on that moment of like haha spend your money yeah yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't even like shop for clothes anymore i just try to buy all my clothes like at shows <laughs> <laughs> nice. like, yeah. i try to buy all my shirts like if i'm gonna get a hat or whatever like i try to shop at shows right yeah just buy, well, buy also that we play with a, like some pretty fucking awesome bands so yeah. it's awesome it's to get true. to like not only say you played with them but get to like support them as they you know sometimes mutually support you and then be like oh yeah this, these are my friends like the shirt i'm wearing yeah I yeah yeah <laughs> yeah people like they come by uh, it's like oh what's that shirt yeah. oh it's just my friends in <laughs> yeah. if break arcade yeah, <laughs> i have uh i have one of their cutoffs it is like my favorite shirt like i have battered i've only had it for like two years but i've like battered that shirt yeah, nice is, nice yeah, it's, it's great Oh, that's beautiful. You guys like almost gotta like end with a song with like a big instrumental, yeah. so you can drop the mic and already be at the merch <laughs> before the last. And like, you know, the other thing that we do is just, it's always like um, we 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 set up the merch like right, you know, when we we get to the the venue if we can, and our mentality is always like. We're gonna leave it. If somebody steals it, that's great. That they like us enough yeah. to take yeah, it. Yeah, they're so like, like, I don't exactly <laughs> like if you're gonna take a shirt because we're not attending it, that's fine by me because yeah. at least you're gonna wear the shirt. Uh -huh. This may incentivize people to just take our shit. Please don't do that. Yeah. Take it all. Please it's advertising. Take it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I regret everything I said. Yeah, yeah. That's almost like equivalent to like a lot of bands who sell albums and then yeah. they're like steal it i don't give a fuck yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure, for sure. Absolutely. yeah on the one hand you're like i would love some gas money but on the other hand, you're like i would just love for you to have it also yeah mm -hmm. you know there are a few scenarios where we played yeah. more recently in cornwall there was a girl who like the first time we played in cornwall had been there and i remember having like a 20 minute conversation in the bathroom as girls sometimes do and like parting ways and then the second time she showed up again she's like i knew you were coming i came i wish i could buy a shirt but like rent is high and i'm like you know what take it all oh like, that's beautiful and it was just like i would rather you have the shirt than you know oh sorry yeah i need that cash yeah because she's like she's one of your diehards she's one of your main well, like day oneers totally you know? the like, fact that she remembered us and yeah, like got us put it like she showed me a picture of a sticker she had of ours on her dresser like this is take take really? everything yeah oh that's pretty that's cool. yeah it was really sick. cool yeah her yeah name's, her name's taylor taylor you better be writing music i told you to <laughs> do your homework <laughs> taylor, do your homework, taylor. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's beautiful but okay so saturday hard yeah, luck that's saturday. it this is a band you need to see live 
There's just an energy to you lovely motherfuckers. Thank you, thank you. Thank and you. yeah, thanks for coming in and having a chat for me. Hey, man. Thanks we, for having with us. me. Yeah, no, we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I knew you guys were going to be really cool, even though like we had like a two-second like conversation. <laughs> and there's just a great energy to you guys. Yeah. And, yeah thanks, anything man. else you want to say on the mic? Or, um, uh, I want to shout out John Dinsmore from yeah. uh, Lincoln County Social Club, who actually did... Um, like you know recorded the album and, and um, mixed it for us and yeah I don't know A Minor Productions for help putting a show together and you know the bands that we're playing with and yeah, my yeah. mom for making <laughs> me yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, your dad did your dad have something uh, to do you know what it's like how much work did he really have to do <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> shout out to him though from me <laughs> yeah yeah What's, uh, yeah, what about the, the other band members, too? What's their names again? Uh, Mark, Molly, Craig. Yeah. Yeah. Legends, keep doing your fucking thing. All great people. Thank you. Yeah, and I'll see you all Saturday. Yeah! Yeah! Radio.